Hello and welcome to this episode of the Aligned and Confident Dating Podcast. I am your host, Colette Gallagher, your Aligned and Confident Relationship Coach. And today's topic is how to leave an emotionally abusive relationship and then active recovery steps you can do if you're either about to leave or you've already left and you're just feeling terrible about the whole thing. This episode is actually very near and dear to my heart. I have definitely experienced emotionally abusive relationships, both in my family and also when I was dating. And so a lot of times when we're growing up in an emotionally abusive environment, we think it's just normal, right? If you're if you're a fish and you're in a fishbowl, then you think it's normal to be in a fishbowl. You don't realize you're in water. And so that's the same thing with emotionally abusive relationships. We just think that um, it's just normal and we make excuses for it. And maybe we think what they're saying is true, especially if we're hearing maybe similar things from multiple people. And then we're like, oh, wow, okay. Like a lot of people feel this way. So maybe it is true about me. Maybe I am this horrible person or selfish or not worthy of love or whatever it is that people have been telling you. I know I've been called pretty much every name in the book by um, people I love and it hurts, right? And they try to use that sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. But I mean, they really hurt and we can try our best to brush it off and act like it doesn't bother us and close our hearts but all that does is deny us of the love that actually is possible for us in a healthy relationship. So I wanna give you some actionable steps today, some things you can actually do, and if you're in an emotionally abusive relationship, then I hope that you are actively doing things to get out of that relationship because I know a lot of times we hope the person's gonna change or they're gonna suddenly see our value or they're gonna realize that they can't live without us and change, but the reality is they probably won't. I mean, there's a slight chance, but it's not worth your happiness and your life to stay and find out. It's much better to walk away. So I just wanna encourage you if that's the situation you're in, uh, just realize you're worthy of so much more and there really are people who will love you, even if it doesn't feel like that right now. I know there's been times in my life where I just felt like nobody would love me and my world is completely different now because I allowed myself to start being with the people that appreciated me and were nice to me versus choosing to hang out with the people that weren't so because I I got this like skewed uh, mindset where I thought okay well these people that are nice to me these people that are caring and loving they just don't know me well enough they just don't know the real me yet so I better just hang out with these people that aren't very nice and who aren't very loving because then I don't have to worry about the hurt and disappointment of finding out that these nice loving people are going to turn and start to be mean to me as well. So trust me, like I totally understand the dynamic and it was really when I changed and just took that leap of faith to hang out with the people that were nice to me and see what happens, um, that things really started to change. 
So I made that commitment to myself to only hang out with people who valued me, only hang, hang out with people who are nice to me and who love me. And if they stop being nice and stop loving me, then I just find new friends again. But luckily, I've had friends for years and years and years, and they're still nice to me, and they still love me. So um, it is possible for you. So that being said, let's get into these tips. So this is if you have left, um, or even if you haven't yet. The first thing I want to ask you and want you to think about is what do you believe about yourself or what did you believe about yourself when you're in this relationship? So a lot of times we take on beliefs about ourselves and then we find people in the world to match those beliefs. It's almost like we're magnets to attract people that align and agree with our internal beliefs and inner monologue. It's almost like we're trying to prove ourselves right, right? So if we have internal beliefs that we're not worthy of love, that no one will love us, that people are really mean, that um, whatever it is, if we have these beliefs, we're going to attract that because that's what we're going to see. And then all of these other people that are nice, we're not even going to see them. They're just going to be, you know, background. And so I want you to really look at your beliefs around how you feel about yourself and what you think you're deserving of and what you think you're worthy of and really start to dig deep into that. Just where you are right now um, in this current moment, at, like thinking about that relationship. What beliefs did you think uh, about yourself? For me, there was a combination of thinking that I was too selfish to um, have someone truly love me, thinking that I was super annoying, that I was asking too much, that I was crazy because the person I was dating made me feel like I was the crazy one when really they were lying to me. But um, instead of owning the crazy, because we're intuitive, right? We know if someone's lying to us, but we also know when we don't want to believe that they're lying to us, we'll believe what they tell us. And so uh, if we would rather believe that we're crazy or that we're wrong, then that they're actually lying and our intuition is correct. And so just looking into those things, and then also what did you believe about the other person? So maybe you thought, oh, if I just love them enough, or maybe if I can just make them happy enough, then they'll be nice to us. We're trying to earn that love. We're trying to earn that validation from someone outside of ourselves. So just looking into those beliefs of what did you believe and what did you need to believe to stay in that relationship or to even attract that relationship in the first place. And get really honest, sometimes it's like we get so good at making up excuses and we get so good at denying our own feelings and our own intuition that we don't even wanna look at uh, what we believe about ourselves. Cause we'd rather think like, oh, um, you know, they don't love me because I'm not worthy and it's them, but I can make them love me. And we don't want to look at the fact that we just internally believe that about ourselves. And we might also think that like that belief, like, oh, love conquers everything or love overcomes all. And if I just, you know, if I, if I can be that person, then they'll change and then we could be happy together. It's like a fantasy. It's almost like a fantasy. You have to take on beliefs uh, that are like in a fantasy world to stay in the relationship. So just take a good look at all of that and just realize the role that you played in attracting the relationship and not in a blame way, 
not in the like, oh, this is all my fault that they were mean to me. Because that's what they want you to believe. Like, oh, this is me. Like, there's something wrong with me. And then I deserve to be treated like this. So these are all things that I took on. And maybe yours are different. But I'm just sharing with you mine to give you some ideas of um, maybe things that you thought about for yourself in the relationship. So the second thing I want you to look at, look at and hopefully write down is what needs were being fulfilled by being in this relationship. And this is another thing that maybe you don't want to look at because it's easy to just think, okay, I'm in this relationship and it just happened and I don't know what happened. It just went all wrong. Things were so great in the beginning and now they're terrible and this person's so mean to me and I just wanted to go back. But there's a reason that you stayed and maybe you stayed a week Maybe you stayed up six months, maybe you stayed 10 years, but there was some kind of need being fulfilled by being in this relationship. Maybe it was, I need to feel like I'm, I'm helping, right? So maybe you stayed in this relationship because you thought you could help the person. And so maybe you felt like the savior. I know for me, the person I was dating was an alcoholic. And so I was the one that would drive him around and be his DD and make sure he got to bed safe and make sure he didn't fall over. And so um, for me, I got this like sense of value, this sense of worthiness from helping. And really, I was just in a codependent relationship and I was enabling um, him. But so it's like you don't want to look at that, right? You don't want to see that. And so now that you're leaving, it's really, really important to see what needs were being fulfilled by this relationship so that you don't attract it again. You don't want to keep repeating these same patterns because if you have needs to help people and to save people and to get your value by letting people treat you however they want so that, you know, you can be the, the one that's, um, that saved them, that you're the caring one, that you're the loving one who's going to just love them unconditionally and show them what real love is. There's like a need being fulfilled there. And there's a way to get those needs met without someone abusing you. So you could do the same thing by volunteering in an animal shelter and, you know, walking the dogs and helping the dogs in the animal shelter and because they need help, right? And so you can help animals or, um, I mean... Who knows? There's just so many ways to get your needs met and in a healthy way where you're not allowing other people to mistreat you or even making excuses for it or even thinking it's okay. And so just really important to look at that and then what you were avoiding. So again, goes kind of with needs. It's like, okay, what am I avoiding looking at within myself that I'm using this other person as an excuse not to look at? So for me, it was looking at the fact that I didn't think I was worthy of love, looking at the fact that I didn't think anyone would really love me. I didn't want to look at that, right? So I wanted to date someone who already felt that way and then blame them for not loving me the way that I actually really truly wanted to be loved. It was easier to avoid all of these feelings by putting my attention outside of myself. I was also taking care of my elderly grandparents. And so I didn't want to really, like I wanted a distraction from, you know, caring about them and the helplessness that I felt. 
in trying to care about them. So I thought maybe if I can take care of this other person, then um, it would make it all okay. Because I knew I couldn't save my grandparents, right? They were just slowly declining. And there's nothing I could do, but maybe if I could save this other person, then I could be loved and I would be worthy of love and worthy of being valued. So just so many things that deep down we just really don't want to look at. And so we accept less than we deserve. So it's just really important to think about these things. What are you avoiding? What are you trying not to think about? What are you trying not to look at in your life right now? Um, maybe it's your own health or your own finances or your your lack of friendships, whatever it is. I mean, it could be anything. But just what are you trying to not look at about yourself that you're trying to distract yourself with pouring all of yourself into someone else? So another important thing to look at when you're evaluating your past relationship is what behaviors were you allowing that weren't okay? Because it's really important to identify those so that if you see that in the future, if you see these, these behaviors and you know that you're prone to, um, you're prone to reacting a certain way to those triggers. So it's important to look at it so that when you see it, you can say like, oh no, I'm not going there. I'm going down a different path. I'm not repeating my same mistakes again. So what excuses did you make for the person? So this starts right in the beginning of a relationship. And I believe that emotionally abusive people, narcissists, uh, just people in general, they these things start like within the first few months, sometimes the first date. And then we make excuses. So maybe they you went on your first date and they were they said some like rude comments and you just ignored it and you just decided, okay, well, you know, it's okay. They're right. Maybe you agreed with it. Maybe they said something negative and you agreed. And maybe it wasn't about you, maybe it was about someone else. And so just looking at those things that you ignored. And going back and thinking about the beginning of the relationship or during the relationship, what behaviors were just not okay, right? So maybe they have an alcohol problem or they have some kind of a, like addiction that you made excuses for. Oh, they're stressed out at work, so they're just having a few extra drinks. Or they only party on the weekends, so it's not a big deal. And so you're making these excuses for other, or maybe they don't call. Maybe you don't even know, you're wondering where they are half the time. And so you, they don't call you and then you make excuses like, oh, I'm too needy. I'm asking too much. I'm crazy. I'm just jealous, right? So all of these behaviors that weren't okay because in a nice, healthy, secure relationship, your partner wants you to feel secure. My love he calls me every single day. He calls me during lunch, um, or at least if he doesn't call during lunch, he'll text me at some point just to ask me how I'm doing pretty much every single day. And if he doesn't, I don't freak out or anything, but I don't ask him to do that. I don't make a big deal if he doesn't do it. But it's like, I never have any question about whether he cares about me. Uh, he's very loving. He always tells me he loves me. I never wonder how he feels about me. And that's how it's always been. Uh, I've never like wondered if he cared. And even in the beginning of the relationship when things were just going slowly 
he always showed interest. So there was never any point where I was wondering if he liked me or not, or anything like that. And so you want to date someone where you feel secure from the beginning. And I think when we're used to someone, like when we're used to being emotionally abused, we're used to not feeling secure. And we're used, we're so used to it that it's normal to us. And so when the person is doing these things, not calling, not texting, making you wonder where they are, and all of those things, you think, oh, okay, um, that's normal. But it's actually not. So just again, um, looking at those things, maybe they were acting like they were doing you a favor by dating you. I've had that before. And so just, again, awareness, getting super clear, super aware of all of this stuff that maybe you tried not to look at for a really long time. And maybe you were just blaming yourself for the whole relationship going wrong. Um, or maybe you are blaming them for everything. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you're saying, oh, it's all their fault. They're a jerk. They're mean. But you stayed, right? So it takes two people to be in a relationship. And so I definitely recommend looking just at all of this stuff, like the part you played. Um, you know, a lot of times it's easy to play that victim. But... No one was holding a gun to your head to stay in the relationship. And if they were, then it's definitely time to run and get a restraining order and maybe even move, do what you got to do to get away. So it's just realizing that you had the freedom to leave at any point. And again, you can give me all of your reasons why you stayed, why you had to stay. But again, like that all, all of those entanglements were created gradually over time by choices you made. And so taking responsibility for that without blame. And again, if you're used to getting blame for everything, I don't want you to think that that's what I'm telling you. Oh, this is all your fault. No, there's a difference between taking responsibility and blaming yourself for everything. So um, definitely look at where you could have done something different, which is taking responsibility for your actions. And definitely look at what the reasons behind those things were because you don't want to go into I'm so stupid how could I let this happen this is all my fault like you definitely because this is what why you attracted this relationship in the first place is because it's easy to go into these negative thought patterns and then find things that match it so the last thing you want to do right now is go into shame guilt um anger you want to be very loving with yourself right now because you took a huge step to either think about leaving or leaving. And so be very, very gentle with yourself right now because it's it's hard to leave when you've been in this pattern for a long time. So I don't want to make it seem like I'm telling you it's easy or, you know, it's all your fault because, again, it takes two people. But you don't want to repeat the pattern. So making sure you're looking at your you know, what you agreed to and aligned to and what you could have done differently. So the fourth thing you want to do is completely separate yourself from the relationship. So one thing that happened when I was in an abusive relationship is my whole life was entangled in theirs. Every single aspect of my life was somehow, my friendships, my work, everything was somehow entangled with this person. So you need to untangle it. So if you have any of that, you want to untangle it and just completely separate yourself from the relationship. 
and and just figure out who you are on your own. Like who are you who are you as a person without thinking about them, without thinking about somebody else's needs, without thinking about how you could help someone else or how you can save someone else. Like what do you need right now? And really start to get selfish and really start to get like go deep within yourself. What is it that you need? What is it that you've been afraid to ask for? What is it that you don't think is possible for you? And go deep and just write that out and think about that. And just really know that who you are as a person matters. And who you are as a person is worthy of love and worthy of receiving and worthy of feeling secure and supported and listen to you weren't getting that from this relationship and so you definitely want to find out who you are now as a single person as your own being who are you really and what do you like and what makes you happy and what's great about you and start to think about those things and start to reprogram your mind because for a long time you've probably been running programs that aren't very happy and aren't very useful. And so you want to literally reprogram your brain and start thinking about the good things about you, why you deserve love, why you're a good person, why anybody would be lucky to be with you. And focus on those things because if you've been used to being, you know, emotionally abused and torn down and, you know, maybe you feel really unattractive right now, so just start taking really good care of yourself. All of that love and energy you were pouring into that other person, start to pour it into you. And maybe that makes you so uncomfortable because you're not used to being cared for. You're not used to being cared about. And so even the idea of caring about yourself more than you care about someone else just may, might even seem wrong to you right now. But I promise you are so worthy of being cared about and you are so worthy of being loved. And so I just want you to take all of that love that you were giving out and pour it into yourself and loving on yourself and buying yourself gifts and making sure you're okay and making sure you're happy and just really focusing on yourself. And I'm giving you permission right now in case no one else has ever given you permission to do that. And then the last thing that I suggest is that you find a support group. So this could be friends. Maybe you've had friends for a long time and maybe they've been telling you to leave this relationship and you didn't want to listen because you weren't ready. Uh, maybe you don't have friends. Maybe you've let all your friendships go over the years and then now all you had was this person so you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to. Definitely look into support groups and this could be anything from a church group to a local meetup to a women's circle to there's or a men's circle. Um, there's so many ways to get support. Maybe it's even therapy. Um, a lot of insurances cover therapy. Uh, so you want to get support. You want to get into an environment where you can be witnessed, where you can be seen, where you can be heard, where you can talk about these things, um, that you're just, that are just being bottled up inside so that someone can witness you and see you and love you. And so you can get used to that and getting used to being loved and heard and seen in an environment that's very supportive. So I definitely recommend finding some kind of good support group, whether that's friends or professional support groups, and just 
or even maybe like a Weight Watchers group if you are looking to lose weight. But you just definitely want to like start finding different ways for people to support you and whatever that looks like. And so I hope this has been helpful for you. I definitely would love to hear your feedback and your comments and definitely reach out to me if you want to really dive deep into this and work on this together. And I have courses available, workshops, and I would love to see you in one of those soon. Have an amazing day. Keep pretty rich and manifesting. Bye.